Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Popcorn Talk Network. For the online broadcast network that features movie discussion, news, and interviews, press one. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. From the Popcorn Talk Network, the online broadcast network for movie talk, and the schmoes know, this is Marvel Movie News, bringing you the most up-to-date discussion and commentary within the Marvel Universe. Uh, Excelsior to you, Mary Marvelites. What, what is that? What is that music? I, it's it's a party in here. Yeah, Meredith is back, and we're gonna have a party. Is that, is that what's going on? Yeah, I guess so. It's my theme music. I actually come in now with my own theme music. That's how that well, works. I want my own theme music. Well, sorry, Matt. Um, until they release the official Doctor Strange theme music, I guess you don't get one. I, this is pretty cool, though. I think it's the Deadpool song. It probably is. Yep. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh yeah. This is all we're gonna do for the I whole know, show, right? guys. Like, this is a dance you're party. gonna see me just like working on my computer while Meredith dances. That's that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's yeah. how. Welcome to our I, Deadpool know, right. I, I, show. Is the voice of Doom gonna have to intervene and take down the music? No. Yeah. Well, we just I, we're having too much fun. I, I sorry. I feel like I feel like something's wrong. What? Well, the Something. problem. Well, Koi. I, I, I mean. I mean. Well, Koi, what's funny is that Koi had to leave. <laughs> oh well. That, that would be it. Uh, it. Like he showed up and then he had to like, like had to run out at the last minute. So uh, guess what? So, no Koi. On the Deadpool, the Deadpool episode. Show, no Koi. So you're uh, gonna have us two talk about Deadpool, which we we like we love the movie. I like but Deadpool. I don't and it was a great movie, and Deadpool I'm excited comics, to talk about so. it. Uh, but I'm gonna like hurry host of Deadpool. Like I don't Woo! know. Uh, so, um, anyway. No, what? 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 <laughs> Wait! Koi! Corey House of Deadpool! <laughs> the, I did not let this stand! Where I like the idea of me missing the Deadpool episode until Hori House of Deadpool was uttered. Should my I get goodness. out? Should get I get out, out. Oh. I should have sat there. I should have been like, <laughs> get, get out! Get out, Bashi! Guys, Deadpool was like six out of five chimichangas awesome. <laughs> Six out of five. Six out of five nice. chimichangas. It was that good. Yeah. Wow. I'm gonna let you finish your intro. I just want a dramatic entrance. Yeah. <laughs> it felt right. Yeah, that was two minutes of us waiting for you to get it. <laughs> I know. I'm like seriously. Or hosts of Deadpool, please, Koi, just let it stop. <laughs> please, just don't make me reference anything else. Daddy needs to express some rage. <laughs> wow, rage for that. Uh, Excelsior DR Marvel Marvelized. Welcome to our seventh show of the year, 2015 17 All. We are the Marvel Movie News coming to you live from Deadpool's Chimichanga Truck. I changed it just for you. Uh, where we tell you all the news from all the series and why you should be excited. As we are, subscribe to us on iTunes at Marvel Movie News and find us through the Popcorn Talk Network, YouTube forward slash Popcorn Talk Network. You can also find us through the Popcorn Talk's website, popcorntalknetwork.com. Follow us on Twitter at Marvel News, BTM, Facebook forward slash Marvel News Show. Follow us, like us. And guys, if you'll tweet a link out to our show telling people in the live chat, the voice of Doom will retweet you. I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. Meredith? I, at M. Placo. Koi. I'm Koi John Dro. Koi John Dro. Uh, and uh, that's there. There. Are, are you are you auditioning for the, the mach- ten minutes? I feel like yeah. you're auditioning for the micro machine. 
Oh yeah, my I'm god, shocked. that guy was awesome, wasn't right? he? No, no, he's oh, the guy well, no, that reads what symptoms you get if they last longer than four hours. Yeah. You have to consult a doctor. No, since it took like we did that gag, I want to mm-hmm. get it. Like it's three minutes. I get it in the news and everything. Plus, we've got uh, Skibbit about. We've got some friends here today. Yay, friends! Uh, why don't you guys introduce yourselves? We've got some heralds on the cosmic couch. Uh, I'm Darren Jakes. I'm River Jakes, and I'm Carolyn Jakes. <sighs> Welcome to the show, guys. And you have a. Spa we have in a Pasadena. Spa in Pasadena named Cote d'Azur, and uh, Matt was uh, one of our guests mm-hmm. over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Matt and my fiance Brittany. Yes, yeah. lovely lady, lovely lady. Both have. Thank you. I think so. I think so. Uh, and you guys gave us the royal treatment, and it was fantastic. And uh, we we aim to spoil you terribly when you come in. Oh, so. you did. You yeah. succeeded, and your aims, your aims were were met with success. Uh, and now uh, are the other. Oh, I'm so the anti weapon X situation. Yeah, like yeah. every scene it's, in that movie, yeah. the opposite is what they <laughs> yeah. is, is the goal. Good. Yeah, okay. no, and it's success. Like, okay. hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The opposite of torture. Okay, good. It's the I mean, exact opposite of torture. That's all you can shoot for, really. Uh, so anyway, welcome to our show. Welcome, welcome, Yay! welcome everyone out there. Yeah. We're also a, mm-hmm. an audio podcast, so if you want to drive around and listen to us there, you can do that or mm-hmm. watch us on YouTube. Mm. We also have a really special guest coming in later. We do. Do you want to tell people about him? Oh, yeah. So, if you guys went out and saw Deadpool... Uh, Which, if you didn't, you shouldn't <laughs> Shame be watching the show. You shouldn't, because we're going to spoil it, but we have Hugh Scott joining us, and uh, Hugh Scott played the role of Deadpool's one and only friend while he was Cunningham. in... Yeah, Cunningham. His name was Cunningham. Yeah, it was Cunningham uh, in the Weapon X program, but he it actually is um, the role of Worm, Worm. from the comics. Yeah. So, Hugh Scott will be joining us from the film a little bit later on, so stay tuned for that. Yeah, he'll be here around 2.30, so we've got about 40 minutes mm-hmm. to uh, talk about Daredevil and uh, Guardians. Deadpool and Guardians. So let's... Yeah. And some Deadpool. We Just don't need to wait bit. for this man. I'm excited. No, no. no we're we're gonna, containing we're, that, uh, man. Skip, it's skip been it a up, week. Skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it, skip it up. Okay. Okay, we good? We're moving on to Daredevil. We're okay. going to start with Daredevil. We'll get there. Okay. Look, this. there's only two lines on the Daredevil topic. Yeah, that, those are hyperlinks. Those lines could mean anything. So, Daredevil trailer dropped on Monday. Yeah. Uh, and it was amazing. Uh, I, I know we've got some pictures to show. Uh, I, I, you, did you not see it? No, I did like 25 times. Right? Which, right? Which All right. Is, well, if you saw it so many times, like, uh, tell us about it. What, what, what were your initial impressions? Amazing. Like, okay, no, I mean, basically, okay, so so Daredevil aside, because, I mean, I'm excited, but this is the Punisher I've been waiting for. Like, right? I, I don't, right? like, to be honest, so I'm, like, I'm like, cool, Daredevil, whatever, but oh my god, we're finally getting the Punisher I've always wanted. Like, ah. oh, man, he is just, oh, Grillo's. No, it's it's amazing. He is Punisher. Yeah. In, in every way, and I, I, I mean, every little beat, every little nod, every little, like, moment in it is Punisher brought to life yeah. and it, it's it's going to be darker than before it's going to be the stakes feel real they feel personal yeah. and i mean that last like that last nod though when he, they they you know they show the telescreen yeah. and she comes back or he comes back and Electra is right there oh so good it's I'm, so good and then the fact that they immediately follow that yeah. with 
trailer Turn part, part two, two. two twenty five sixteen. Just in a couple more days, guys. Like, we've waited so long for any footage, and mm-hmm. then they still made it cryptic footage, and then they announced at the end of their cryptic footage it was part one of two. Like, yeah. the marketing yeah. is so smart. Well, yeah. And, like, on top of that, they're like, here's cryptic footage. Like, it's gi- giving you, like, mm-hmm. a, a, an idea of the tone. It's giving you an idea of kind of what Punisher's mm-hmm. going through. Yeah. Very, very vague, though. And then they're like, oh, by the way, we've got enough stuff to give you a second vague trailer like, yeah. about Marvel Electra. Marvel like, the year now. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, February. Deadpool yeah. is, that's the only thing important. And, yeah. like, I mean, no offense to football and things, but, like, the only thing people have been talking about is Deadpool. Well, that, and that, I'm March, sorry, that game was pretty terrible, okay? That game was okay? hard to get through. I mean, that it, was a rough I mean, time. I mean, congrats, Broncos. And yeah, no, no, it, it, it was Broncos killed it, and, and that was great, but... Yeah, but, but like, the, then March is, like, I mean, yeah. I was excited for Daredevil, like, very excited, mm-hmm. like, yeah. 8 out of 10 excited. That trailer just put it over yeah. the top. Like, and, I'm and, so excited. By the way, and we, we talked about this on, on uh, the Fat Man podcast with Kevin Smith and Mark Bernardin, but like, it was so funny that, that DC's like, alright, alright I know you're all excited about Deadpool, but don't forget we've got this Donna Justice trailer, and everyone's like, oh my god, that's a good trailer yeah. smart Deadpool comes out owns, already has owned the summer yeah. oh yeah, in like, February in I February, know. they're it's like, the oh you got that cute little R. season, oh. okay, whatever, yeah, we're gonna own the winter yeah. with this rated R thing called yeah. Deadpool and then, before they can even like catch, before DC and Warner Brothers can even catch their breath Netflix and Marvel are like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, you. We should. Oh, March. We should we'll put it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. cool. We should probably it's put it. It's time. And it's it's a very similar concept. You've got a street level vigilante mm-hmm. who's fighting another hero, right? Who has like an opposing worldview. Well, it's. it's Daredevil it, yeah. and Punisher, yeah. and like street I mean, level, Punisher street level Batman, Superman. Yeah, I get well, that. Yeah, okay. Superman's not street level; he's a cosmic level. I'm sorry, right. like it's, Marvel's a street yeah, level. Hold on. Sorry, go for no, it. No, let's let's break this trailer down. Okay, so so first off, we have Karen Page questioning if they've created the monster that is Punisher. Punisher yeah. That is what they're asking. But the you know the trailer seems to think that you know somehow we know Punisher has lost his his child, mm-hmm. his family. But it looks like that Punisher doesn't seem to blame Daredevil. He's blaming the criminal element yeah. that that pun or that Daredevil doesn't have the uh, for all intents and purposes, uh, the balls to kill mm-hmm. to to yeah. do the final well, he act. Calls him a half yeah, it calls him a half measure. <laughs> No half measures. <laughs> Name, tell me where that quote came from. Uh, no yeah, half, I can't measures. Hear half measures. Yeah, and not yeah, no more, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, and then we have you know, obviously, we also have uh, his best friend, Froggy. Uh, Froggy, Foggy. No. Thank you, not Froggy. Foggy. Uh, asking if he spilled enough blood. Yeah. You know, haven't we done enough of this? So already at this trailer, we're, we're setting up. Uh, Matt's family. We're setting up, you know, he has this relationship with Karen that's developing. Uh, We're showing that the stakes are here, that, you know, he he has these people that he cares about, that care about him, and now suddenly this this other extreme vigilante comes in, and he wants not just justice, but he wants revenge. Yeah. Where Daredevil's about justice, Punisher is about revenge. Yeah. Well, and Punisher, like, not only that, like, I think it is, like, very much, Mm -hmm. you're a half measure. Like, you, like, he's, he even has that line where he says, like, you hit him and they get back up. I hit him and they, they're, they stay down. Yeah. You know, and I, I think that that's his thing. And I, I honestly wonder if, like, Punisher is going to find out that Matt Murdock did have, like, the criminals that killed his family had them. Like tried to put them through the system and then they got back out. I almost wonder if like yeah. there's going to be an element of like Punisher. Yeah. is like you you could have stopped him and they killed my family. Like I, 
That's a, I think that could happen. I would like, like to I, see that. I mean, uh, how dramatic chat, would that be? The live chat keeps asking if we think we'll see Matt Murdock in the cor- courtroom. I think absolutely this season. I would uh, absolutely I think, like yeah, that. I mean, I we saw him last happen. season. Why would we not? Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know? I also think that, that the idea of half measures released in the trailer was a great way to set up without revealing too much uh, like the broad scope of the season yeah. like that gave away uh, like the, pretty much the theme of their their you know their their tension without mm-hmm. showing us anything yeah uh, I, I've been ever since Deadpool been all about this like marketing that's super contained and everything else because now we're going into 13 hours knowing 10 minutes yeah with two trailers that's amazing yeah, yeah. and like I mean some of the other interviews have said like the first episode has Daredevil up against Punisher. Like, awesome. He's nice. like, he appears in the first episode, so like, we like, get right into it. And I mean, this Punisher looks, he looks mean. Like, John Bernthal, like that one shot mm-hmm. of him, like, with blood all over his face. Yeah. I think I pulled it for, oh, the, yeah. for the show, but like... Oh, Bernthal, thank I called him Berth- Grillo earlier. I was you, confusing oh, no, him with crossbones. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, John Bernthal, like, with the blood on his face, yeah. and he just looks so intense, and then there's, there's the shot, like, they have a couple shots of the crime scene, and you can see, like, just how devastating mm-hmm. he, like this hero is like like blood and dead guys that are like yeah. just like leaving a path like very blatantly and uh oh my god it's oh. it's great and uh got that new that new suit it's uh definitely very it's interesting we're I definitely like going very frank miller with yeah. the suit when we're going also frank miller with the bat suit yeah. so we i would i think just i would prefer a little bit more red on the suit there's a little bit there's a lot of black, mm-hmm. but, but you know, that is so nitpicky. That's I like know. I wanted blueberry cut but, candy. But, but, but think about think about the real real life modern day. Oh, absolutely. You know, too much red is going to really. You know, he also doesn't have like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. Where Deadpool comes out and says, you know, I, I have the bright red, so uh, they can't see me bleed. This is a little bit more realistic <laughs> yeah. and, and such. You know, he wore the brown pants. <laughs> He got the right idea. He wore the brown pants. Uh, how about the fight, the hallway fight scene? Do you, do you guys... Oh, right? Oh, so good. Right? Like, and all we saw was like a brief little glimpse, mm-hmm. but we have like the shot in the silhouette. And, okay, so he's got the chain. Mm-hmm. Is that his billy club? Or is that just like he ripped a chain off a wall and he's just using it to whip some dudes? Because like, there's some people who are like, no, it's like he's got the cane and like he can separate it now. We might see him swinging around. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Escalation wise, mm-hmm. like we need to have yeah. the hero yeah. like evolve. So, I'd, so that's like, a- maybe, but like I can't help but wonder if it's just like the chain because we see him also chained up. There's a there's a scene where he's chained up in a picture. Uh, one of the pictures where he's yeah. chained up. Then the re- the teaser that just came out today where he's like chained against the brick wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's all the explosions um, going off. Like I think that's like based on that Steve Dillon mm-hmm. uh, art. Yeah, uh, where it he's is. like on the roof. But like it, it might it might see the evolution as to where he gets the the billy clubs with the chain. It sure. might be a nod. They might not ever go that route, but it might be a nice nod you know, to you it. You know what might be interesting is if they treat the the billy club with the rope mm-hmm. and his swinging and everything the same way that they treated his suit. And we get that towards the end of the season. I'll yeah. make that the arc. That'd be cool. I mean, and, and yeah. him learning to fight with it, and I'd love to have more stick. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some more stick? Some yeah. more stick. Yeah. All right. I'm not going to touch that one. <laughs> uh, but, Sometimes you uh, just need more stick. Yeah. 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 Well, I think w- one thing they did, it might be a part of an evolution as well, because remember when he had the first costume and he roped up the hands? He was yeah. tied up, and then he grabbed those and used mm-hmm. that around, and that was like the next level of yeah. the suit. So this might be something where he finds the chain, and then yeah. it starts uh, getting incorporated he with it. into He's like, oh, yeah, He learns I've to fight with this. the weapon. Yeah, exactly. that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And he might even bring it to uh, the, oh, what's his, the warrior, the, the chain. Yeah, gladiator, yeah. and like have him modify it and stuff. I'm curious their relationship yeah. this season. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and I also, like, I mean, we've seen 
seen. Oh yeah, you pulled the image. That's yeah. Well done, Voice of Doom. Uh, the Voice of Doom is amazing. Um, but uh, yeah, it, and all the images that we're talking about, the trailer and everything else, mm-hmm. is on the on a link at geekgirlauthority.com uh, site that I write for. So you can follow our show there mm-hmm. if you need those pictures or um, the trailer if you yeah. haven't seen it yet. Also, one last thing I want to uh, ask you guys about what so Daredevil's hood like you see a picture of his hood uh his his helmet and it's got like a crack in it that's stitched up mm-hmm. like i mean he that gets shattered at some point right, right. like has he to, has to yeah. stitch it up yeah all right cool. punisher he's yeah. involved yeah or electra or electra uh, I, th- I think it's gonna be a punisher thing i think it might be punisher yeah, yeah. we'll see we'll see mm. i'm gonna so. put i'm gonna put a little money on, on electra by money right. i mean uh no, no money just talk. also i think and i freeze framed it but i had a hard time taking a picture of it i think he might be at the in the trailer, after blind. News flash. Spoilers. Come on. Oh, season two reveal. Shine on twist. Uh, d- d- oh, sh- I, th- I thought you said shine on twist. I was like, is that a new fr- yeah, nickname? No, Shyamalan. I get it. More stick. Uh, more stick. <laughs> Cody is more stick. Um, no, the uh, after the hall in the trailer after the hallway scene, there's a scene of him in like the the red lights, yeah. and then he jumps down. I think he's fighting Melvin Potter. I think he's fighting Gladiator there. Ah, yeah. interesting. Uh, I would love for uh, you guys to go like eagle eye that for me. I, yeah, and, I was wondering re- that, like, or if, that. if we had gotten a quick bullseye nod. Oh my god, that would. Just, That's what I was wondering. Like, if they if they hide that. If they're if they're if able to in this season, that, I don't want to know until yeah, I see it. Exactly. Yeah, I'm the same. I'm the same. Just like Spider Man, I don't want to mm-hmm. see a frame of Spider Man until that movie's out. I yeah. don't want to see a toy. I don't want to see a, a, a trailer sneak. I want maybe at the swing by like we talked about, but yeah. I want I want Spidey to be like, here's my money. I've earned this. Yeah. 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 Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, they humanize Punisher. You mm-hmm. feel bad for him. They show the picture of him with his little girl, like or the the picture oh, of him holding his little girl. Mm-hmm. Then at the carousel, and he's just like. Oh, like oh, it's, it's so, so heartbreaking. So, like when you see him doing all these heinous, murderous acts, you're like, but you understand, it, but, like poor man. But yeah, in, in two minutes, they painted an amazing yeah. picture of Punisher, and yeah. you know, and you know, he's only going after the bad guys. Though, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I don't think he's actively trying to put down Daredevil, but he's definitely trying to keep Daredevil off him so yeah. he can go commit or uh, complete his mission. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's gonna be. It's I. It's like this is the series that I want Batman versus Superman to be. Like this is the relationship that I want it to be. You know, and I'm because I'm a huge fan of yeah. of of the Batman versus Superman comic. Yeah. I, it's it's one of the best stories in comics. It is. It's amazing. You know, I'm actually going to give it to to DC with their, I've always seen DC as the gods and and Marvel as the underdogs, yeah. and I'm okay with the giant dichotomy because of the way Zack Snyder's making his films. Um, I think without the scope of Superman and Batman v Superman, it might get too similar, and the bubble of superhero might pop sooner because yeah. the the fact that we have the Netflix street level and the fact that we have the giant scope mm-hmm. of DC allows the flexibility to have ten movies come out a year without it feeling stale. Okay. No, so I'm going to give them the benefit of it looks silly at points but I think that silliness is kind of required to allow this genre to exist in such a large scope. That's fair. And I'll say the only reason I'm I'm not jazzing on uh, BVS right now is that it's um, Frank Miller's Batman with New 52 Superman. Right, that's a that's, funky flavor. That's just my, yeah. But uh, I'm going to go see it anyways because everything about Wonder Woman looks fantastic. That Batman fight in the new trailer? Yeah, yeah the new trailer yeah, the new sold trailer, it to yeah. me. That should have been the only trailer and yeah. I've been like, here's all my money! Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm oddly enjoying the new Lex Luthor 
yep. characterization. Like I, I like him, but I, it just reminds me of Max. So that's why I love it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you guys have anything you want to say about the Daredevil trailer before we skibby to boop, skibby to bop, the skib out up on? No, I just I have to agree. I think they've done a great job mm-hmm. of giving us very little, but still keeping us excited, even with the stop motion kind yeah. of poster thing they did for mm-hmm. for the Chinese New Year and such. Oh yeah. Really excited. They're just doing oh. so good keeping it contained. Everything so because they know they have a market. They know they already have an audience. Well, like, that's just, it. And I think they've they've gotten feedback that people necessarily don't want to see too much. You mm-hmm. want to get the idea and the flavor, but don't don't show us everything. I'd rather read a, the back of a book cover. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. And then, then I go into it. This is the back of the book cover. Now give me thirteen hours and new. Yeah, yeah. Good way to put it. All right, let's let's move on to Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two, shall we? Let's. Uh, where this <laughs> week. Uh, and again, like this is played so brilliantly. Like by by the way, just think about what we've had the last two weeks in terms <laughs> of news. Not a lot, because everyone's like, "All right, we're going up to Daredevil mm-hmm. or to Deadpool. We're going to get there." Like you'll have like a little tidbit of something here and there, but it's it was Deadpool's time, and like mm-hmm. everyone knew that. Yeah. And like Dawn of Justice was like, "Here's a new trailer," but we've already forgotten about. Like we're talking about it now, but like it's more or less forgotten about. Yeah. It's like been rolled over by so many other things. Like, our mm-hmm. excitement has moved on to other stuff. And what I think is brilliant because about what Marvel no has done span. is, like... Yeah, that's very true. It's also interesting that we live in... Remember Wizard Magazine? I loved when that yeah. was in print. Oh, yeah. Wizard was great. But we'd, like, we'd theorize for a year about who might play something. Now mm-hmm. we have so much superhero stuff that in a week we have to go oh, and skip over news I because know. there's already new yeah. news because there's so much content. Oh, That's thank you crazy. For, thank you for bringing that up, by the way, because there are other stories that we wanted to talk about mm-hmm. today, but we wanted to leave room for for the Deadpool review and everything mm-hmm. else. So uh, there, there was a she would tell EGF4 talking about Baron Mordo. Uh, Joe Robert Cole, who's writing for Bla- uh, Black Panther, had some quotes that I mm-hmm. pulled. Um, Agents of Shield is bringing in uh, Absorbing Man and the Secret Warriors. They just cast a new lead or a new uh, series regular uh, with uh, Yo-Yo Rodriguez and the Slingshot. Uh, but um, we're going to talk about all that next week. On top of whatever other news comes out, we wanted to focus just on these stories today. So Agent just Carter is probably FYI. canceled. Yeah, sadly. Um, so anyway, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two uh, came out like some big news came yeah. out. So we had the Daredevil trailer. Then the next day, it's like, oh, here's Guardians. It's just mm-hmm. like, yeah. Like, everyone forget about Donna Justice. Here's Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell confirmed. He's been rumored. We still don't know what role he is, but he's confirmed. Uh, and, we his, don't, and we don't know that he's Star Lord's dad, though it was rumored back in like his hateful mustache looks real ego like. Oh. <laughs> I don't think he's ego. Well, how amazing would it be if it's just yeah. that mustache on a planet? I know. Oh. Mm-hmm. I really want. I need Pacino nothing else. Ego no, no, Pacino's so the dream. Yeah, but the mustache. The mustache. I, the mustache on the a planet. The, Sold. I will say I was reading, and I I am so so sorry for forgetting the name of the publication, but I was reading a um. Argentinian, no, it was, yeah, it was Argentinian um, magazine article that did say that Kurt Russell would be playing Star Lord's father, and that's where a couple of the blog sites that have been saying like, oh, it's it's confirmed that yeah. Star Lord's dad has been crediting that one. Okay. Um, so I don't know where that magazine actually got it from, but I do know sometimes um, foreign magazines will get things confirmed prior to English <laughs> ones. So I don't, and I wish I had found that again because it was just honestly something. I was scrolling through yeah. while, and, uh, while I was just on the road yesterday. Not that I was driving and 
on my phone at all. Uh, Comic cops. Yeah, so um, I don't know how true that is, um, but I, I will look into that. Um, I've been waiting for a text back, but nothing yet. I'm yeah, so sorry. It's okay. It's okay. But yeah, but I'm excited. Do, but he is confirmed. confirmed. He's going to be in like, it regardless if he's Ego, his, some, someone's dad, if he's just going to be a cool random cameo. He could just be a cameo. Could Pedestrian 7, Kurt right? Russell. He just like... <laughs> Sasquatch walks by in camera. I don't know. He could be like Sentry. I don't know. Oh man, Kurt Russell is Sentry. He's Nova. He's young, twenty-year-old Nova. Kurt Russell, a lot of range. I really, I really do not think it's a stretch to believe that Kurt Russell is going to be Star Lord's dad. No, I really don't think. I think, I think that's pretty much. I mean, you get a star of that like star power, that powerful of an actor. Uh, James Gunn said, like when he was a kid, like he was one of his favorite actors in some of his favorite movies. Like mm-hmm. James Gunn as a director went after him. Like he was the choice that James Gunn made for a role. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think it's his yeah. dad. I think, yeah, the I question think is, is who is Star Lord's dad gonna be in this continuity? That's am, the big question. I am holding to if if Marvel retains the rights to the Stranger, mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. would be an interesting one. Be a great choice. Yeah, um, but I really think he's probably one of the Eternals. Mm. Which should also be fun yeah, for Star Lord's father. Yeah. That would Mentor is the only one that I can remember, but I think Mentor was Thanos's dad, mm-hmm. and that would be interesting if oh, Star Lord and Thanos geez. were like half brothers in some way. <laughs> I like, like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Not in comics, but in the movie universe, yeah. that why would not? Be pretty interesting, you know. And like they live forever. He's mm-hmm. like I don't know. Like I that think makes that sense for him being able to contain yeah. the, the yeah. Infinity Stone for a mm-hmm. moment. I, I like that idea a lot. Yeah, but Eternals aren't necessarily like cosmic level. Uh, but we haven't established them like in that. the Marvel Universe. We have not. You're in the right. film universe. Right. So it doesn't matter what they're in the comics yeah. as long yeah. as they establish. Because the cosmic universe especially, you have a lot more wiggle room. Because yeah. it's hard to define even in words in the comics, much less in the films. They can do whatever they want. Yeah. Kurt Russell for Uncle Ben. Oh, my God. As Star-Lord's dead. Uncle Ben is Star-Lord's dead. <laughs> uh, Aunt and, Meg. Very busy. Yeah. Very busy woman. Very busy woman. Very busy, yeah. A lot of things to do. Uh, anyway, that's that's my. Do you guys have any thoughts on who it could be outside of what I've said? Besides Uncle and ben. ego, like because I don't think ego is going to uh, engage in yeah. intercourse. With I'm a, literally a human casting woman. him entirely off of mustache. So yeah, it's, I, I, I mean, knowing fan casting his mustache, knowing that they're going to be keeping the cast somewhat small and not not mm-hmm. a huge. I can't see them bringing in any new characters at this point. Mm-hmm. I mean, we there was um you know the the what's interesting is that they did mentioned two new other actors that are being pulled in that we didn't know about. Um, so I'm curious as to what roles they're going to be playing because I don't see them opening up the cast I th- much So larger. you're talking about uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Debicki and Chris Sullivan. Um, and uh, Debicki was in The Great Gatsby. She was yeah. like one of the best friend, like mm. best girlfriend characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Chris Sullivan, I think, plays the ambulance uh, the ambulance runner because like in the Nick, and yeah. he didn't have like cars, so yeah. he's like pulling the ambulance behind him more or less. Or like cart, uh, horse and buggy, but uh, yeah. I think they're probably going to be smaller roles. I don't think they're yeah, going to be no. like Marvel. I think they're going to be like yeah, in the Nova Corps or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll have they'll have like recognizable roles, or they'll be like you know, but Mantis's parents in a flashback or something. Yeah, Who knows, like, I, I think know? they'll be like they're named yeah. roles, you know. Yeah. But like I, I don't think that they're like big Marvel characters. And maybe I'm mm-hmm. wrong. Maybe it's gonna like Elizabeth Debicki is Gamora's sister. Like, yeah, well, no, okay, hold no, man. I feel I feel like at this point Kurt Russell's got to be whoever Star Lord's dad is, and I, I'm I am curious to see what they're gonna do with Debicki and Sullivan because I can't even begin to think who else they're gonna bring in. It could be a surprise, and Kurt Russell yeah. could be the villain. Well, that's the other thing is yeah. that they're saying Star Lord's dad is going to turn out to be the villain. Yeah, the right. But that could be an interesting way to like not reveal anything. That's that that could be the Luke, I am your father moment. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. It is set in space. Yeah, that's true. True. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, I don't think like Elizabeth Debicki is going to be a quasar or anything like right. that. You know, no. like I think she's like, oh, I'm a Nova cop. Quietly as Captain Marvel. Oh, what? Oh, mm. can we get the picture of Elizabeth Debicki up? Would they quietly as Captain Marvel? <coughs> Would they? Oh my! They might. That oh could happen because it is. She is Cree related. Oh, face. Oh man! Right. That's what I was thinking. She could be Carol Danvers. Right. And that'd be There's a great pee coming out of me right now. Ah. Wow. That's great, great way to do it. Wow. Sneaky, sneaky. Holy. And her, her movie would come out, what, 2019? Perfect timing yeah. to establish the character, have a small part out. set in this yeah. universe, introduce. Just oh, saying. That's what I'd man. do. Oh, man. That's not a bad idea. That, that, I would not you have. You my mind wide open. Not do. who. Coach Andrew. I and I love unknowns. I love yeah. I love giving actors a chance. She looks the right. And she was yeah. she was great in Gatsby. Right. She's talented. She looks perfect. It's oh, a great she was time in the man from to Uncle? introduce her. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Ooh, oh, oh, and wow. she was Lady Macduff and Macbeth. Oh my God, she was so fantastic. Don't say that on our show. Don't. You can't it's say a it theater. You can't, now our theater's going to burn down, Meredith. What were you thinking? <laughs> you know the well, Mickey, I think Mickey that's B. a great idea with, with Carol Danvers, but didn't James Gunn already make him vision that he didn't want any more humans in his... Maybe she's half Cree. Okay. Well, yeah. no, I mean, I'm all for it. I'm, I'm all for it. It'd uh, be a great way to have a twist. Though I feel like didn't somewhere and someone say they wouldn't be... Well, who cares what they say? They're not going to put it in there. They're, oh, my God. I'd be okay with this. I'd be okay with her. That's what I'd do. Yeah. I would totally be okay with her as... She's so interesting looking. Like, and she's not like she's very, very pretty, but she's not boring pretty. No, like, she's not just like a girl. She's very interesting. She's talented. Yeah. It's the right time to introduce her. It's the right way to introduce her. I'm just saying, that's what I do. Yeah, she she can she has such a diverse huh. look. She could either do Carol Danvers or they could give her a really cool alien role. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I'm I am super sorry to shock you guys now. into wow. confusion. Yeah. Wow. Okay. That's my goal. Uh. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Sorry. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Wow. You you uh you silenced me. All right. Yeah. Palm Clementi was confirmed as Mantis. <laughs> In news, I thought we already knew. Uh, well, that was it. Was never confirmed. It was all it was all yeah. rumors. Uh, but James Gunn uh, tweeted out that mm-hmm. uh, that's the only thing he like was like. Oh, yeah. by the way, she's Mantis, but you're gonna have to wait for everyone else. Um, and again, like, man, Elizabeth Debicki is Carol Danvers. Wow. All right. We don't even talk about Deadpool the rest of the episode, yeah. Matt's just like, mm, yeah, I, mm. I can see it. I can totally see it. <laughs> I have a question to our um, to our listeners and viewers. If any of you are great at Photoshop, do you think one of you could uh, tweet us out a picture of your Photoshop mastery as Elizabeth, or with Elizabeth, Elizabeth Debicki yes. as Carol Danvers? I'd like to see It'd be cool this. if I accidentally called this two years early. Yeah. yeah. That would be amazing. Do you, what do you guys think? I think that would be a brilliant way of introducing the character because it's not something that a lot of the general population knows about. I mean, the yeah. fans do, but not. So that way is a way you can sort of introduce the character and you can't, I don't know, there's so many that would be going into Infinity War and yeah. stuff, like you don't want to overload that. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, I think it would be a nice way to just sort of just a little taste. And, and everyone's then, seeing Guardians. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then we can just oh, wait. Man. And we'll oh, be man. waiting and with anticipation. What if? What if? That's a ma- good coy. That's why we have you on. It's not just for your pretty face. 
Uh, so Palm Clementiev is confirmed as Mantis. Just a, a brief uh, update on, on who she is, for those of you who may have missed that episode that we did a, a couple months ago. Mantis is like a really weird character, too. Like yes. She was from the late 60s. Um, she was the uh, who was the, the, the priest of Pama. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was seen as a candidate to be the Celestial Ma- uh, Madonna, then ended up being the Celestial mm-hmm. Madonna. She went through training, received martial arts training. She is she has proven herself to be a pre precog. She has precognition yeah. in some ways, uh, telepathic, and she has I think what they call it chlorokinesis, where she can control plant life. Yeah, like poison ivy. <laughs> um, and I think that and having baby Groot is how they're going to get to Mantis because mm-hmm. they're going to go to Mantis and say, uh, yeah. "We hear that you have this power. Can you help him?" And she'll be like, "Sure, scoop." And then we'll have like I think we'll have baby Groot for a little while, but then she'll help him become the. The bigger, the bigger guy. I think excited, her, her reaction exactly. Yeah. What? Do you like Baby Groot? Yeah. Is he your favorite? Yeah. Can you dance like him? What? Can you dance like Baby Groot? I forgot how he danced. It was like. Oh. Oh. Like We've got our own, our, our very own Baby Groot. Yeah. Yep. Because Drax looks. Drax is <laughs> so looking. Yeah. This is exhibit A of smart. Like crossover mm-hmm. Disney because yep. yep. Marvel and Disney yep. making making yep. little baby Groot toys. Oh, I know, Real smart. I love it. Uh, we also so we're, we want to get to Deadpool, but uh, they, we we've got our first summary synopsis of the plot, and it's this is all it says. Set to the all-new sonic backdrop of awesome mixtape number two, <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two continues the team's adventures as they unravel the mystery of Peter Quill's true parentage. So the opening line of the synopsis is the music's going to be bitching. Yeah, <laughs> like literally yeah. the movie. Yeah. Oh, the, 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 oh, it's going to be a good movie. Also, soundtrack. That's amazing because they, yeah. yeah. they know they know we're all going to see it. Yeah, we, they know. we all amazing. want the soundtrack. Uh, speaking of, I want I want to mm-hmm. I just want to throw this out there. Uh, we we got tweeted the question from. Uh, at Dark Kier, if you could pick one song to go on the Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 soundtrack, what would you pick? Yeah. He'd go for Wired by Cliff Richard. Okay. Not too familiar with it. My, I was thinking uh, Brandy by Looking Glass. Because I've seen mm. this question. I'm just not, I'm, I'm sorry to like, I had time to think. I'm just throwing this out there yeah. at you guys. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, so sorry to put you on the spot. Uh, but uh, do you guys, I mean, again, throwing you on the spot, what do you think? That's a tough one. I mean, the first thing that came up kind of time-wise for me was, um, uh, oh, God, now it's already... Um, How do, do you, can you hum it? Do no, the, <laughs> the Devo song I just mentioned a little bit whip before. It? Uh, whip It, thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, whip An it, easy mm-hmm. title to yeah, remember. Whip, yeah, Whip It wouldn't be That'll too play. bad. Mm-hmm. What it's about, like, Lowrider or oh. Spill the Ooh. Wine? What yeah. It's yeah. about six years too late chronologically, but man, I want some good vibrations. Uh-huh. Marky, Marky Mark's good vibrations with Star Lord. Yeah, yeah, all about it. I'm gonna Do go with I, okay. I have two. I'm gonna go with uh, Pink Floyd. Uh, Comfortably Numb would be good. Oh my but, god! Yeah, like Milano. Yeah, oh, flying, that'd like, be great. Flying around ego like mm-hmm. comfortably numb. Totally oh, yeah. God. Yeah, but um, that's it's awesome. it's going back earlier to the earlier seventies. But um, you know, throwing in some David Bowie Starman that might Ooh. be too on point, or even throwing uh, Ziggy yeah. Stardust. Oh so, yeah, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's move on. Deadpool. We've got Hugh coming. It's time. Yeah. Koi, go. Okay, so. You guys know that for all year of here, I've been that excited for Deadpool. You've been that guy. I've been that guy. I've been that guy to the point where I have this week sold 
20 tickets of just people overhearing me at coffee shops and food places and then patting me and thanking me for talking about it so loudly that they went and bought tickets. I literally sold at least 20 tickets to Deadpool this week <laughs> by just being excited at people in front of me. Uh, it was better than I hoped somehow. I, I can't even quantify. Like, I left the theater being like, good, that was what I wanted. And then, like, as days progressed, I got more excited, and it, like, settled in like a fine wine. Like, the palate was perfect. Like, the more I thought about it, the happier I got. And uh, it, it, it had all the cameos I wanted. It had the, the jokes I wanted. It had the tone I wanted. It, it was... It was an origin story that needed to happen so they can move on. It set up a new universe well. It did the soft reboot thing I wanted it to do. It was as funny as it needed to be. It was shot better than I expected. The first time director did an incredible job. Uh, it was heartwarming. I, like, cared about their relationship. I did not. I expected that to be, like, a little twinkling aside note. I expected, like, a two-minute, like, meh. But I got, like, oh. And, and, and the whole time, it was these jokes that were brilliantly sophomoric, so juvenile, but not cloying. Like, at no point was I, like... Nah, like I didn't. I didn't get overwhelmed. Um, I need to see it again uh, already, and it was Deadpool. Most importantly, that movie was pulled out of the pages, put on screen, and they accomplished Ryan Reynolds's dream, my dream. They made a Deadpool movie, and they did it right, and they fixed everything I've ever been mad about Fox about. I could have ten more Fantastic Fours as long as there's another Deadpool, and I am okay with that. Thank you, Fox. Thank you. Wow. I think you rehearsed that. I just that was all I didn't even think about it. That was just coming out. That was just wow. as I pictured the movie. That just emerged. Well, audience well That was two hours guys. of sleep thank and me going, guys. I have to thank talk about guys. Deadpool today. Where do I get it from? Um but uh the I mean the box office was incredible. Oh my like, gosh. The movie, by Every the way, record. fifty-eight yeah. million to make. Like mm-hmm. that seven is, to market. That is the yeah. key that's the key number here. Fifty-eight yeah. to make because the global total by Monday night was mm-hmm. two eighty four. Right. That's, That's five insane. times. That is insane. It like, beat The Matrix. Remember, we actually joked about, like, yeah, yeah you know, I number one already moved The Matrix, and then it beat The Matrix. Then, mm-hmm. Yeah. And it came out in February. It was it was the biggest R-rated opening weekend ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it, uh, biggest <laughs> Fox debut ever, and the eighth biggest Sunday gross ever. Did you see my Sunday tweet that was just lists of, of the records? Nice. Yeah. Like, irregardless of it being rated R yeah. or anything, eighth biggest Sunday gross ever. Mm-hmm. Which has to make it, like, one of the biggest Valentine's Day movies Oh, ever. no, it's the biggest February. Yeah. yeah. So, no, like, it, it, it totally took what we think about uh, February films yeah. and spun them on its head. Because normally yeah. we, you know, the industry kind of puts rom-coms and not good movies mm-hmm. out in February because we think they'll fail. And, and it did they something I didn't expect yeah. it to as far as like it was super pro-relationship, pro-woman, yeah. pro... Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it was a 2016... Okay, I'm super against PC stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm super against the sensitivity of man right now. I hate the fact that it's like, oh, we need a white guy for this role. No, we should get an Asian guy because he knows karate. No, if he's a white guy in the comics, I think we should look at both options. We shouldn't do it just because we need... Because sure. that's racist to me, is forcing race so I think it did what 2016 needs to do by having the choices be made for the sake of the story but making them come from the heart yeah. like it was a good love story told through sex scenes there yeah. was a, a a montage of, of sex and it was pro love 
Like, you told a love story with people boning and made that heartfelt? How do you do that? <laughs> and it was also, uh, I'm sorry, there's a child here, but it was also super pro-sex. And I haven't seen a movie be like, hey, this is but an like important healthy, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Look yeah. at these healthy. people love each other. It wasn't like pornographic or anything it like that. It was like, yeah. these people love, love each other. other. This yeah. is what love mm-hmm. looks like. That's amazing, and that's what we need. And $284 million worth of people saw that, and I hope that brings awareness to that. And there was a gay joke that didn't feel wrong. No. Like, it didn't feel like it was like pandering. It was like, hard Buds. Yeah. What? It was so good. There's so much. It made everyone happy, and everyone should see it. It really was. Play the, it in schools. It was really the best rom com ever. Yeah. It was. That, that billboard didn't lie. It didn't. Yeah. It didn't. And by the way, and I think this is a very important thing mm-hmm. for the studios to take away from this, and, and hopefully they will. Forty-eight percent of the audience female. Right. Yeah. Like and like the it's studios insane. are like, nah. Women usually don't like this kind of stuff. Like part of the projections against Deadpool were that, well, it's Valentine's Day. They're going to want to go see the romantic comedies. Cut to the choice being like vacant nationwide. Yeah, yeah. like no one. Like I mean, I'm sure they they had people sure, go see great. them, but like 48 percent of the audience that the studios were like, oh, this will be 75 percent male. Mm-hmm. No, nope. nope. And our no. lead woman exactly was equal. never weak. Our okay. lead woman yeah. never had to be like damsel in distress. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. I I was in Arizona at Amazing Arizona Con, where we went to go see it. A rather conservative state, as I was reminded. Uh, <laughs> but great people in Phoenix. I love it. My mother grew up there. Um, but our theater, uh, which uh, happened to host Rob Liefeld as well, half and half, women, men. It was mostly couples. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So it was a wonderful uh, couples film. It was a wonderful, great film. Everyone there loved it. Everyone enjoyed it. Most of the, like, half my friends that were there were kind of dragging their boyfriends, myself included, because my boyfriend, who doesn't read comics, hates Deadpool, by the way. It was like, oh, I can't, you know, he doesn't like Deadpool cosplayers. He doesn't like characters that break the fourth wall. Walked out. I was like, that was amazing. I want to yeah. go see it again. Yeah. 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 All right. We've got a We've got mm-hmm. Hugh here. All right. Uh, yeah. We're, 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 we're going to bring him in in like two or three minutes. Wanted to throw out real quick, Wolverine is gonna. Wolverine 3 is saying that they're going to be rated R. A lot of people are thinking that's the influence of Deadpool. And maybe it is, but a lot of it's coming from a picture that was released at a toy fair. Uh, that stuff would have been decided a couple months ago. Yeah. So uh, it's possible that Fox was seeing how well... Deadpool was tracking with them. Wolverine and needs to be rated R, though, to be honest. I think they've done great with Wolverine not being rated R up until this I, point. I agree, but, like, if we can do it, uh, but why? why? But like why? That. But why? Because it's his last movie. I we, think Wolverine's we, we, an R-rated character. I mean, they yeah. haven't... I, I'd love to see Hugh Jackman get the opportunity to be an R-rated okay, Wolverine. I'll, yeah. I'll give them this. If we can have him... Um, Kill like he should. Right, a preserved uh, age, like an actual woman, like he should. Woman, you know, woman, around, and booze like he should. Then right. I want that. Yeah, I do want to see that because I want to see uh, Logan slumped in a corner uh, with a beer, with a beer, saying, "Are you a beer?" Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's my favorite. Scene yeah, that's what I mean. Like I yeah. want, I want, I want that. Skip it about. Skip yeah. it about. Sorry, uh, X Force is going to be rated, and that R, needs to probably, be, probably, and that, that should needs be. to that be. Should be. Uh, Stephen yeah. Lang is trying to be Cable. Like, there's a great picture oh, of him God. working out. Stephen Lang, by the way, is, uh, like, he looks like he could be Cable, and he has no sense of humor. Now, real so. quick, who is Stephen Lang for those who... Uh, Stephen Lang was uh, the bad guy in um, Avatar. Like, he was, like, the military, like, the militant guy, like, oh! Oh, not yeah. the last so, airbender. Anyway, guys, we're going to we're gonna disappear for, like, a minute and a half. We're going to bring him mm-hmm. in here. We're not going anywhere, but our, our mics are going to be off. We're going to set him up real quick, and you're just going to see, like, mm-hmm. Marvel Movie News on your screen. But we will be back in a minute. <laughs> so use us to uh, go get that beer and slump in the corner, like Meredith wants Wolverine to do. Uh, and we'll are be back in one minute. And with, uh, with you, Scott! Woo! 
get some ass, got blades for days, got guns galore, got combo moves, TVs and more, with bear traps and hand grenades, pull the pistol like a maniac right in your face, popping off caps, leave a trail of guts, sitting on my chair, scratching my nuts, don't stop when I shoot, full auto was on, your ass is grass and I'm on the lawn, hot lead to the head and I won't stop, what your crew gonna do when I hack and chop? All these bitches are prima donnas. I stuff my face with Jimmy Chongas. Tacos and beers, I was keeping it loose. Hang on for a minute while I'm dropping a deuce. I know. You guys are back. I've arrived. I'm excited. I feel like I won a no, contest you... on the radio. You've been here the whole time. I've been here. Yeah. You were laying, I started out laying on the floor. You were next to me. We were like, yeah, you guys were spooning at the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. That, that did happen. I can say that with 100% authenticity. Uh, Hugh Scott, thank you so much. Oh, thanks for having for, me. Uh, uh, giving us your presence. Yes, yes, you're welcome. <laughs> So, uh, you were in Deadpool. You were in a little movie called Deadpool. A little movie mm-hmm. called Deadpool, a teeny tiny indie film that we're hoping it's got legs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah. what's funny, you say that, and, and we say it in irony, but like in reality, it kind of wasn't, it was like the indie film, it's as indie a film as superhero 
film can be, right? Like Definitely. Mm-hmm. It, it's definitely as indie as Marvel gets and as underground as Marvel gets, mm-hmm. and the wild success of it could not have been predicted. Yeah. Um, I don't think anyone saw it coming, except for the fans. They knew all along. I mean, yeah, all, all, like you know, us included, we were like, oh, this is going to be a great movie. Like, It's going to do really well at the box office, but even, even we were like, oh, it'll probably do like like the projections are seventy million. That yeah. feels about right. Yeah. I, I said sixty nine to seventy seven million. That was my estimate. And I, I thought I was being ambitious. And I thought John Schnepp saying hundred. I was like, man, I want to live in a world where it makes a hundred million. Yeah. And then it was just like, how about triple that soon? Yeah, yeah. they blew that out of the water. Insane. You were you were way low. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I was so happy to be wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, we had we had so many fans tweeting at us like, you guys were so wrong. And I was like, I'm happy that I was like, I I've never been like happier to have been so wrong. Like, right. Yeah. It feels good to be wrong. And we're not running for president. <laughs> Here. We don't have to say no. Yeah. We don't have to lie about yeah. it. Yeah. We can just admit it. Uh, so uh, tell us, tell us, like how, like how did this come about? You, you like, was it pretty typical? Like, I went in for an audition and you booked it, and that was in, or like, like how did it work? Like, th- this is so exciting. I had a slide in. The casting director knows my work pretty well. Yeah. she'd put me in another movie, and I sometimes help out in the office when they have bigger projects and they need a reader. I got the audition on a Tuesday, I think. I went in the next Wednesday morning. Obviously, I did whatever research I could on Deadpool (laughs) that didn't involve learning my lines. Um, Went in, was like, wow, that was exciting to go out for a big movie. I don't Mm -hmm. always go out for big movies every single day of my life. What an awesome opportunity. And completely tossed it, you know, completely forgot about it. Um, I get a call about two weeks later out of the blue. You're the choice. Oh. You're the choice. And I was like, wow, that's exciting. But we need to confirm it. We need to get it approved yeah. at the studio yeah. level. And that was seven days. My oh. girlfriend will tell you I was a wreck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was a wreck. I was like, I'm going to go wipe down the sink. Five minutes later, I'm going to go wipe down the sink again. Staring. I, everybody stares at their phone too much. Yeah. I stared at my phone every 15 seconds for those those 10 days. And then Cleaning I finally with Ajax got the call. Meeting with, <laughs> meeting with Ajax. Good one. <laughs> get out. It's a sign. It's a sign. Uh, congratulations, man! Yeah. And you were you were terrific. Like you had a memorable role. Mm-hmm. Like in, like in a movie with like Ryan Reynolds, you had a memorable role. Like that's gotta feel good. It definitely feels good. I'm proud of all the acting work I've mm-hmm. done, but this is by far the biggest, and I am taking the time to enjoy it. Um, thanks for reminding me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's awesome. I I uh, so we were talking before the show. Some of us obviously love Deadpool far more than others. Um, the so film, who's who's the yeah. more serious <laughs> fan? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, did I He's a Deadpool giant fan. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I, the movie really made me love the whole franchise, and and so many things stand out. But the scene of of the whole Weapon X program, just in general, was just so great. Because I'm being an X Men fan, I'm really familiar with the Weapon X program in general. But um, that scene alone was was really great. And you know, can you tell us a little bit about what it was like? You know, having to work in in conditions like that. Like, obviously, you weren't being tortured every day. But what were some of like the prep and mentality <laughs> you had to go not. in for that? I mean, are you a method? actor? Were you putting yourself through torture to get through that? I, uh, I wouldn't call myself a method actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Ajax's workshop is, of course, like for Weapon X flunkies. Yeah. It's like the school you go to when you get kicked out of military school. <laughs> and maybe when you get kicked out of that school. I think in the movie they refer to it as like a last-ditch effort. Mm-hmm. And the location was awesome. It was where, 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 where did you shoot that? Yeah. 
my whole face is screwed up and I'm strapped to the bed for most of my stuff in the movie. So it feels like you're in there. You don't have mm-hmm. to spend a lot of time trying to get yourself there. It, it feels like it. So they actually like had you strapped down and everything? Like it wasn't like pretend strapped down? It was like, no, you're strapped down, you can't move? Yeah, they had a guy who's oh, like, we gotta best. strap you down. Oh. We're gonna strap you down now. And I think he enjoyed it more than <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, so... I think you didn't. You have a question that you wanted to ask earlier, like we had. Oh well, okay. So, uh, a lot of people are going to probably sit down and ask, you know, what was it like to work with Ryan Reynolds? But you know, I want to ask you, what do you think Ryan Reynolds would say it was like working with you? Ooh, that's a fun question. I I hope he would have be as complimentary as I would be about him. One of the things I really respect about him in this process is he's made it all about Deadpool. He's done. Mm-hmm cancer PSA is dressed as Deadpool. He had people from the Make-A-Wish Foundation on the set, which I thought was really admirable. Um, And he was generous enough to let me improvise a little bit on the set, which I really admired. Um, Super collaborative guy. Um, I hope he enjoyed what I did in the process, because I enjoyed taking part in the process. And I know He's been working on it for six or seven years with Tim Miller trying to get it made. Um, so that's a big lesson in tenacity right there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's it's a, it definitely the whole project shows the love of everyone involved. And uh, now, now have you like picked up the comics since? Have you decided you want to give a go in reading the comics now? Or you probably don't have time now. A lot, like you mm-hmm. said, yeah. the process has made me a fan. Like you walked into mm-hmm. the movie excited to see it and you mm-hmm. became a Deadpool fan. Once I got the movie and really took the time to research and going to the comic book store in my neighborhood Mm kind of made me a fan. I own the first issue. I own the first issue Cunningham appears in. I'm there on comic book day when the issues come out. That's it's so exciting, cool. but I wouldn't claim to have oh, a yeah. fanhood this you're guy. Now reading yeah, Deadpool, which is the is the goal of the this whole franchise. It it's is, amazing. yeah, and that's what's exciting about it. I think the movie. Well, let me ask you, did. As a hardcore fan, are you impressed with what they did? That was actually the last segment before you came in. Oh, okay. uh, I think that it is the most literal translation we've had of a character from page to screen. Like it, it actually. I mean, it rivals Iron Man in that in that way. And like, I, but I also think that's because as much as Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark, I think that Ryan yeah. Reynolds was born Deadpool. He just got the suit recently. Like yeah. I think yeah. his whole life has just been waiting to. And like I can't imagine. Like you were talking about seven days of the phone to ring. Like eleven yes. years of fighting for a character, mm-hmm. and, and like yeah. that's that's commendable. So the fact that you're now a Deadpool fan because the movie was such a literal translation means that they did it. I think they'd love to hear you say that. I think part of the reason they had to fight so long is that they were uncompromising in their fan Mm -hmm. view of what the movie should be. Um, They didn't want to make a lot of compromises at the studio level to make a product that they didn't think Deadpool fans like you would get behind. And I think because of X-Men Origins Wolverine, we got this. And I'm okay now that X-Men Origins Wolverine exists because it gave us Deadpool. Sometimes something has to happen so something better can happen. Yeah, a giant negative has to occur for a tidal wave of glory. And now we got that. (laughs) Tidal wave of glory. You know what I mean? Like, we had to sing the blow. This is the best review of Deadpool, I think. (laughs) Deadpool is a tidal wave of glory. I sort of feel like calling it a tidal wave of glory is underselling it. I think you could do do better. Yeah, that's, that's just day one. Do better, Coy. Do better. <laughs> Review for a poster. But no, I, I think the fact that someone was cast in it that now likes the comic shows that they actually they made a fan out of someone mm-hmm. that was involved, and the fans that were involved got the movie made. It's this amazing like reciprocal force. Yeah. Yeah. Now, let, so let me ask you: 
the director, Tim Miller, right, uh, seems like the sweetest <laughs> man ever. He's a great guy. He is a mad genius. He ran a visual effects company. Oh, and by the way, when you introduce him, you should call him Academy Award nominee, <laughs> Tim Miller, because he was nominated for an animated short that he made That's with right. a good friend of his, That's I right. think, in mm-hmm. 04, like the mid-2000s, mm-hmm. um, and has been a visual effects guru all during that time, yeah. he designed the opening credits for Fincher's Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Which is so beautiful. Which, yeah. I think he did some of the opening sequences for some of the Marvel movies, too. I think he did, like, one of the Thor films mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that, yeah. And now he's the highest debut director gross of all time. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be his last big movie. <laughs> yeah. it, was, it was definitely his directorial mm-hmm. debut, um, and that's surprising when you see the movie yeah. mm-hmm. because it comes off as very professional and very slick and very well executed, but we're definitely going to see more from him and hopefully more in the Marvel Universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, it sounds like for the sequel, at least, they're bringing back the entire same creative team behind yeah. Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you were saying that they're lobby- they're actually lobbying for less than a hundred million. They're, yeah, they're no, looking no, no, to no, keep no, the budget we don't low. Want, uh, we don't want more than a hundred million. Like we want to keep the budget it's low. It's so commendable to me to be yeah. like the integrity is worth more yeah. than the money. When someone's handing you a check, being like, no, 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 like that's amazing. That's Especially after eleven years, anyone could be like, you know, waited eleven years and barely had food. Well, but, but you know, then, I, I also think that helps keep studio pressure off of it too. Because if they're like, no, look, we've given you hundred fifty million, you better do A, B, and C. Well, how about we take fifty and make another Deadpool movie? Yeah, yeah. like, and they did. Yeah. I'm, just, I'm so proud of that. I'm so proud of everyone involved for that. Uh, what are the chances that you think uh, you'll be making a, a comeback in Deadpool 2? Yeah, I uh, I think if I did have... No a, spoilers. like you know, If like, I did have a place in the sequel, my bet would be that it would be more in a flashback yeah. to, mm-hmm. to the first movie. My spidey sense, get it, would tell me <laughs> that... Uh, my inside-out mass spidey sense would tell me that I think they're going to focus on... A, T- entirely new story next yeah. time around. Yeah. This was about introducing mm-hmm. Deadpool to new fans, fans yeah. the world, satisfying the yeah. old fans, people overseas. And I think now that everybody loves Deadpool as as much as you do, <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna take it in a new direction. Now, given the chance to do another superhero film, would you want to go down that that route again, or would you like to Would you like to try to have some superpowers next time? Sure, sure, yeah. yeah. I yeah. feel like my character was in the process of mutating, but he never... Yeah. never what, what do you think your powers would have been? I, I mean, think... Ooh, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. You stumped me there. <laughs> I, uh, what would you have want, wanted your powers to be, then? The little kid in me wants to say see-through vision. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! No, what else? Uh, you say you go every week mm-hmm. new comic book days. Is there anything else you're looking to pick up? Yeah, I really like the Sinner series. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy that wrote Watchmen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, Alan Moore. Yes, mm-hmm. which I think is the next closest literal translation of, of comic. I think Watchmen was too literal and it lost its movie factor. I think Deadpool found that fine line of like nine point five out of ten, yeah. so mm-hmm. it was still a movie. Who was? Have you seen the Watchmen film? Yep, I loved like, it. I feel like it's panel for panel, but something about that audiences were like, I don't know. Whereas Deadpool yeah. found a way to be both a movie and a direct translation, so I think it was an improvement on the concept mm. of literal translation. Well, and it's, it's close to like what Guardians did too, because mm-hmm. Guardians actually didn't adapt any right. storyline, but it still felt like a Guardians story. Like it was like it's because it had that heart, and I think that's like what Deadpool had. Like even though they had like the literal translation, right? Like as close yeah. to it was still like. 
it had that heart. It had the heart and the tone mm-hmm. of a Deadpool right. comic. Because like, Deadpool rarely wins. Like in the yeah. comics, Deadpool like doesn't usually get the girl. And like, no. so the fact that they did that didn't bother me at all. And I thought it would because I was afraid mm-hmm. that would happen. And then when it happened, I was like, No, no, he earned it. He, he earned gets it. that. Yeah. And I was yeah. really happy for him. So uh, you're reading Sinner? Anything else? Or what's that? Oh, you said you're you're picking up Sinner, but anything anything else? I like the Criminal series. Yeah. I like Criminal uh, a, yeah. a lot. That's Brubaker, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, oh, Brubaker. So um, I love noir stuff, oh. so I'll take any recommendations. Oh, uh, Fade Out by Brian K. Vaughn. Yeah. Fade Out. And was Brubaker involved with that at all? I don't think so. No. I can't remember the artist, like, but I know yeah. the writer is Brian K. Vaughn, mm-hmm. and it's, it's called Fade Out. It takes place like 1940s Hollywood. And that's a good L.A. noir one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and Brian K. Vaughn is just mm-hmm. yeah. Well, I mean, Why so the Last good. Man is a brilliant entire mm-hmm. arc. It's about like the last man on Earth in a world of women, and he has a monkey, and it's it's great. That sounds like a good problem to have. It's a fun, yeah. Yeah, it's a fun situation. It you is. would think so, but yeah, no, it's a fun weird noir, like a dystopian, just yeah. a dystopian future noir where all the women have like anything with a Y chromosome died except for these two things. Oh wow! Yeah, it's really. I'm hoping we get X Force soon, but I know they're already working on Deadpool too. So I think I think we'll probably get the sequel before we get because I think they'll use the sequel to introduce Cable. Mm -hmm. We already know like they confirmed Cable's appearance in the movie. Yeah. 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 Uh, You know, spoilers if you're watching. You shouldn't be watching if if you don't want spoilers. (laughs) That's this episode, you guys. Uh, But uh, they they confirm Cable's coming Mm -hmm. in the second movie. Mm -hmm. So they'll probably set up Cable and then use that to to jump into X Force. Mm -hmm. And I think. Like, X-Force and New Mutants is probably going to be... I think they'll have two tracks at uh, Fox. They'll have their X-Men universe, and then mm-hmm. they'll have their Deadpool universe. And the yeah. Deadpool universe will be the R-rated stuff with X-Force uh, and stuff like that. I yeah. think it's too... Uh, Cable's too rich of a character to throw mm-hmm. into, like, five new people! So right. I think it'd be yeah. good to have Deadpool 2 to allow Cable to be everything he's meant to be. And yeah. then you... Uh, I, then I want a hard R new... Uh, Universe of Deadpool X Force like that. Oh flavor. yeah, yeah. It's a mercenary team. And I really, be, like, I really want that like mid two thousand X Force reboot where mm-hmm. we get yeah. um, X twenty three and yeah. Warpath and oh, it's just so sick. It's Archangel. a great way to introduce the universe. Yeah. They really like Fox in mm-hmm. one movie was like, oh, we're just gonna fix a lot of problems. Oh, by the way, here's this whole world. Yeah. And they yeah. did it with a. Fifty-eight million dollar movie. And what's funny is that it almost seems like they just kind of tripped into it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Because you've got like DC, like we've got to get this giant universe. Uh, Donna Justice, here it is. Catch yeah. yeah. Ryan Reynolds like in his basement, like you know this Deadpool thing, guys. I've been saying for eleven years. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And then, yeah. What was the unset? Like, what was the? I, I know it's a lower budget. Uh, what was the vibe like unset? Was it was it fun? Was it were they talking comics? Were they referencing? Like, what was the flavor? It was. I, I keep saying it, and I'm not kidding at all. It was super collaborative. Um, Ryan was a producer on the movie, right. and he and Tim were very much in lockstep. And one thing I enjoyed as an actor was the amount of discussion and exploration of a scene before we would shoot. Great. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I, I felt great that they included me in that. And then there was some exploration and improvisation during the shooting um so the environment on the set was a lot of hard work everybody super excited to be there i think people knew they had something special on their hands but it also wasn't rushed it was very it was that relaxed focus that that people go to buddhist monasteries (laughs) to attain (laughs) a man in a red suit yes that's so awesome that's that's so that makes me that just makes my heart yeah. happy to hear. Like that's so nice. It was really a, a special experience in that way. And so with with cable, do you 
think Deadpool in here just gonna be friends, or do you think there's I gonna think be a gonna lot be of a learning curve? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I because, think there's. I mean, they're Laurel and Hardy. Mm-hmm. Like, they're that's the they're sort of like team. You know, mm-hmm. like like Deadpool is just like this irritant to Cable's like <laughs> very hardcore focus. You mm-hmm. know, like hey, what hey, it's two stupid dogs. Like, yeah. he, like mm-hmm. Cable's the big like loafing dog, and like Deadpool's the irritating can't shut up. That's dog. why I like uh, Michael Bean or um, Mel Gibson. I think I want yeah. someone that just. Cable's just going to squish his head every once in a while because he can. <laughs> he can just literally just yeah. crush his head and he'll come oh, back. Right. He'll so. come back. I think it's going to be yeah, a great. Back. He's, yeah, he's it'll be great. It'll be great like Riggs and Murtaugh. Like, yeah. I really want that in a superhero movie. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think Cable will have fun killing Deadpool over and over and over <laughs> once he discovers <laughs> that he can do that. Like, I'll take that montage. Yeah. Like, I'll be oh, good man. with that. It's a good montage. So do you have anything uh, you're working on coming out anytime soon? One thing I'm about? super excited about, it still just has a working title, mm-hmm. but I played a Scottish talking dog in a live action feature. <laughs> uh, so they shot the dog and then I spent a couple days in the booth out oh in Santa Monica. Gosh. And my grandfather was Scottish and he'd always tell me, you're not listening, you're not listening. And I had no idea what he was saying <laughs> until I was like six or seven years. Oh I mean, the guy was like Shrek. Um, so... It was kind of a dream come true in a weird way for me, like working on that's Deadpool awesome. was. Oh, so yeah, it was a nice awesome. way to remember him because he was a great mm-hmm. guy. Oh, that's you, great. Uh, that's what, what's the name of the movie? Do you know? There's a working title. Mm-hmm. It's called Pop Star. I okay. think that's going to change because there's a competing project, it mm-hmm. looks like. Yeah. But that shot up in Vancouver as well. And the guy that played the recruiter in oh, Deadpool, yeah. Jed mm-hmm. Reese. I coincidentally had seen work with in, in Pop Star. Oh, that's nice. funny. Oh, that's, yeah, that's awesome. awesome. LA's awesome. this big when you look at it the right way. Or Vancouver, really. Yeah. Well, cool. Well, where can people find you and follow you to keep up with you and your work? Yeah, I'm. S- I quit social media and then I go back on, yeah. but I am Good at you, Hugh yeah. underscore, underscore Scott one at Twitter. Nice. Um, and if people look really hard, I'm sure they can find me on Facebook. <laughs> yes, stalk you. And maybe they'll find me back here with you guys. This oh, was a yeah. lot of fun. No, love to great. Have you back. And uh, for you listeners at home, uh, at uh, three, I believe it's three o'clock, and just like ten minutes, mm-hmm. uh, he uh, Hugh will be on iTalk Movies. Right, I think you're gonna do go do a second interview on, on iTalk Movies with Carrie Lane. Yep. Yeah. So quit listening to this and then <laughs> yeah. go over. No, no, yeah. People want more of you. They can go do that because mm-hmm. our show's wrapping up. Yeah. Awesome. Like, you guys are wrapping yeah. up. You could. We yeah. wanted to end with you. I felt yeah, like we were competing for a no. second there. <laughs> no, no. That kind of scared me. I'm glad that's not the yeah, case. Yeah. Yeah. No, not at all. We no, we saved our Deadpool for the end. We got through mm-hmm. the news, and then just I, I had to rant for like five minutes of excitement. Yeah. Okay. So you, I got Deadpool fan favorite scene. Oh, uh, without being a spoiler, man, high stakes. Uh, well, it can be a spoiler. Like, our, if our fans aren't, haven't watched it, then they should. Not okay, be favorite. This I got to break it into three. Three. Into three. Okay. okay. A favorite moment mm-hmm. was the appearance of Bob because I didn't expect it at all. Oh, that was so yes. good. Yeah. Only oh. because I knew the movie was winding into its third act. I knew things were getting exciting, and I was like, you know, that's the one thing I don't think they can do. And then they did. They did. Uh, favorite line: McAvoy or Stewart. The time McAvoy or Stewart. Yes. That was great. And the most direct translation from comic, which deserves reference, is when. He's fighting Colossus and just breaks himself apart and is just flailing around with broken like that to me is Deadpool because on the freeway on the freeway yeah, yeah. Yes. the yeah. idea of him just being broken but still trying so hard mm-hmm. was to me uh, Deadpool so those are my three moments of pure glee. I you? think my favorite line with T.J. Miller it was T.J. Miller's and it's kind of a throwaway line but he goes 
I'd like to go with you. I, I'd go with you, but I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's just like a tiny little comedy beat where it's like, I'm scared. I don't do what <laughs> like, you're doing. Me, man. Out of my league. I, I lost my mind. He walks in the bar, and it was like one of the last bars. When he walks in, he's like, Liefeld and me yeah. and my buddy because we had because we were at this con and Liefeld was there and Liefeld was and we just started laughing and like you know our friends who are with us that aren't in on like the comic world they're like right. why are you guys so I'm like that's Robert Liefeld it's the guy who created Deadpool and yeah. I'm like it was just funny to us and then I, and then I said kind of loudly I'm like it needs more pouches yes <laughs> um, yeah uh, I think I think I, I love the moment where uh, he showed up at the mansion. He's oh. like, there's only two of you. It's almost like yeah. we can only afford two of you. Like, I you couldn't oh, afford another yeah. God. It's oh, so true. So good. I loved it. Colossus, by the way. So fantastic. By the way. Wow. Yeah, he looks okay. so good. Wow. Okay, though I will say, for those of you who have played the X-Men arcade game, at any point were you expecting Colossus to do that pal- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I just, I wanted uh, that. I just wanted that. that too. There are awesome. one non-Deadpool moment we want Deadpool 2. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right, we've got to wrap you and get mm-hmm. you out of here so you can go do your other interview with uh, And we got to get out of here because DC, DC Movie is coming, is coming in. in. So, so uh, anyway, that's our show. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, Darren and the Jack family. Where can people Jack, find Jake, you? Jake's, Jake. Uh, Jake's. Jake. Yes. Darren Jake's. Uh, for work, we're at CoteDesireSpa.com. Uh, you can catch me on Twitter at Darren Jakes. I also do uh, reviews of Agent Carter and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and a few other shows at uh, YouTube.com slash D.W. Jakes. J-A-Q-U-E-S. Awesome. You will check that out. River, you're here dressed as someone today, right? Yeah. Do you want to tell our audience very quickly who that is? I'm Scotty. She's a Norse goddess. Oh. Aww. Looks awesome. Good job. And and she is working on her own YouTube channel we are developing Aww. right Yay. now. That's so she's very excited. That's awesome. That's great. And Carolyn, any, any did you have fun? Mm-hmm. I had fun and I love everything. I'm just wondering if if the big guys are gonna get the point. I mean Galaxy, Guardians of the Galaxy rocked it. Deadpool rocked it. You mean the studios? Yeah. The studios they won't. They got us. No. I, I, they I, won't. I, I think that Deadpool <laughs> changed everything like I thought it would. Mm-hmm. I it's think a new Gu- day. It's, yeah. it's a completely different world. I think Guardians set it up to okay. be this is a change. I think Deadpool proved it had changed. I think Guardians yeah. was like, hey, and their series like, no, oh, it's a fluke. Deadpool was like, no, 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 no. It's real. So Wait. I think the biggest things are going to change are R-rated superhero movies. I just hope they don't take it the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. And I think advertising should change forever because film advertising is one of the worst things that happened yeah. to movies in a long time. And, and Deadpool did it right. And the products. And right. Like, yeah. So as a woman and as a, as a mom who mm-hmm. has a young person who loves, we love this stuff. But it's always so ranky. Where's the yeah. Negasonic figure? I know. It's awesome. I think that'll change. Really? I, think, I think we're going the right direction. I think Deadpool helped. Yeah. yeah. All right. Sorry, it we've got to wrap it up. Thank you. Uh, but uh, awesome. thank you. Hey, thanks for having me. Thank I like the microphone on. and I like the headphones. When I was a kid, I thought I might be a rapper, so this is kind of <laughs> like a, a dream come true for me. Uh, well, we're we're glad we could have yes. you in here to rap with us. It's a was good. I'll get it. Yeah, I'll get it. Get yourself right out of the way. Who are you, host of Deadpool? Oh, it broke my heart. All right. That's been our show. We're at Facebook forward slash Marvel News Show or on Twitter at Marvel Movie News or Marvel News PTN. Yeah. Uh, Koi? I am Koi Jondro at Koi Jondro. 
Meredith? I'm Meredith Placco at M. Placco. Also, tomorrow I'm going to be uh, filming with the library bards about the very topic of where our female figures are. I'm going to be doing uh, Black Widow and their upcoming song about needing more female merchandise. So that track will be dropping soon. So check out at the library bards on the internet. Uh, and uh, I'm Matt Key at the Matt Key. I produce the mm-hmm. Fat Man on Batman podcast, and you can see me over there sometimes. Anyway, that's been our show. We'll see you next week. Bye bye. And uh, we're going to head. Uh, and hey, guys, this is the yeah. Voice of Doom. If you want even more Deadpool review on the Popcorn Talk, be sure to join me and Coy Jandro on Friday for Anatomy of a Movie. We're going to spend two hours just breaking down every facet of production and uh, post-production, everything that went into making Deadpool. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. And don't, don't I'm glad they didn't ask me those questions <laughs> right. because I have Two no hours. idea how they got it to look that good. <laughs> and a uh, big thank you to you, Hugh. Thank you. You, Hugh. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, I, I never just, got that before. I'm right? sure That's not. First Sorry, thing. I've been watching a lot of Star Trek TNG. Okay. So, there, and it, you'll... Don't That's be a fair it. excuse. It's a fair excuse. I know. Don't be um, with me as daily, man. I get it. I know. But, um, <laughs> thank you. I never would have thought I know. But thank you so much for coming. It's been such a pleasure. And we'd love to have you come back as soon as you've got anything else you want to chat with us about. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, Christian Harloff, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of its owners or principals.